I'm Dave Orsborne here in the St. Gabriel studio, joined again on this Good Friday by Sister Anna Chiara, the vocation directress of the community of Franciscan disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. Good Friday morning, Sister. Well, good Friday morning to you, Dave. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being with us. Sisters on the phone from Pittsburgh. And we're going to share a reflection this morning on a way of the cross address offered by Pope St. John Paul II. Can you lead us in prayer, sister? Yes. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we uh, come before you today with hearts full of gratitude for what you have done for us the greatest act that the world has ever known. Lord, thank you for dying for us. Thank you for rising for us. And thank you for calling us into that mystery. Thank you that that we have been baptized into your life, into the heart of the Trinity. And I ask, Lord, for the graces to live in my own life, that we will all live in our own lives, your life, that we would follow in your footsteps, that we would know the same glory um, that you created us for. Jesus, we love you and we trust you. We place our lives in your hands. Amen. Amen. So for this Good Friday, a way of the cross address offered by Pope St. John Paul II. In the acute pain of the suffering servant, we already hear the triumphant cry of the risen Lord. Christ on the cross is the king of the new people ransomed from the burden of sin and death. However twisted and confused the course of history may appear, We know that by walking in the footsteps of the crucified Nazarene, we shall attain the goal. Amid the conflicts of a world often dominated by selfishness and hatred, we as believers are called to proclaim the victory of love. Today, Good Friday, we testify to the victory of Christ crucified. Yes, we adore you, Lord, lifted up upon the cross between heaven and earth, the sole mediator of our salvation. Your cross is the banner of our victory. Amen. Are you going to talk about hope, sister? I want to. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I kind of made my own title for this this reflection, though. I just the victory of love, um, but also the victory of the cross. It's the same thing. It for me, it's the same thing. Um, in our community, um, we have a symbol, and it's the first words that 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 the Lord spoke to our foundress, Mother John Marie 
when he inspired her to begin a religious community back in 1972. He said, the cross is your symbol and under it, love. Let it never be adorned or embellished. This is enough, right? This is enough. The cross with the word love written under it has been our symbol um, from, from the inception of our, our community because there's really nothing else to say. This is, this is exactly what Pope St. John Paul II is saying, um, that we hear already the triumphant cry of the risen Lord, even from the cross, even from the acute pain of the suffering servant. He shouts out that victory cry. Wait, I thought victory came when, I thought victory came when he rose from the death, from the dead. No, I, I think what, what John Paul is saying here is that when we love, when we love, there is no greater love than to lay down your life for your friends. And so when we lay down our lives for our friends, that is when the victory is run, won. That's the victory of the cross. That's the victory of love. And I love that he's, he's pointing that out. So many times we think that the victory comes from defeating our outside enemies or, you know, from having relative success or peace in this world. But I think what he's showing us here is that the real last battle is against, is against ourselves. Because he says we we're, we're, we're live amidst the conflicts of a world often dominated by selfishness and hatred. And so amid that conflict, amid that own selfishness and hatred that I have hidden in my heart, we are, pro- we are called to proclaim the victory of love. We are, allow- we are called to, to let the victory of love overcome ourselves. I think of the battle, I think I mentioned this before, but I think of the battle of um, in Narnia, the last book. Is it called The Last Battle? I can't remember the name, but the last book of the Narnia series and when I first read it, I was so surprised at how depressing it was. <laughs> I said, we're losing. <laughs> the, the bad guy, everybody's believing the liar. And, and even, even, even the good guys are fighting for the wrong side and people are dropping out and there's only a few that are left standing in the end. And it reminded me really of that last battle of the cross where everything looked like Jesus had been defeated, that his kingdom didn't work after all. And even the disciples even the disciples thought, we were hoping that he would be the salvation of Israel, but they crucified him. But I think Jesus was, I think Jesus was giving us a model that the last victory is when our own selfishness is overcome, when we can lay down our lives for our friends, and we can let love be the cry of the risen Lord coming even in the midst of our pain and our suffering. It's only then that we can actually choose someone else. We're so tempted to choose ourselves and our suffering. But when we're, but when we're on the cross and we choose the other, when we look at Jesus and he chooses forgiveness and he chooses to redeem that sinner called out to him and believed in his mercy when he said to him today you will be with me in paradise 
when he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do, when he chose, even in the midst of his suffering, to love. That was the cry of triumph. Mm. You know what, uh, the image that came to mind, sister, and it, it, it's that uh, dying to self and uh, the fact that, uh, you know, we're never, we're never alone is the, uh, uh, the World War II uh, photo of uh, uh, raising the flag at uh, Iwo Jima. Mm-hmm. You know, the one I'm, I'm thinking of where the, the soldiers are laboring together mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. raise that banner of victory. It's a, it's a beautiful image and exactly what God was doing because he said, when I am lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. And so as we're drawn closer to him in love, we're also drawn closer to each other. And he's about a work of community. He is communion himself, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And he draws us into that communion through love, through sacrifice, in the midst of the battle. It's a beautiful image. I was also remembering, um, since you mentioned like that dying to self, I remember there was a season in my life where I just kept praying for a holy death. I don't know why I was so concerned about it. But I, it was a constant prayer of my heart, Lord, give me a holy death. Give me a holy death. And one time I was on my way to the chapel and I had a little conflict with somebody and it upset me and I was frustrated and angry. And I went into the chapel to have my holy hour and I was praying the rosary and I was praying the fourth glorious mystery, the Assumption of Our Lady. And I prayed for the grace of a holy death even as I was still working out my frustration. And I felt like the Lord was saying to me, I'm offering you a holy death right now. Right now, you can choose to lay down your preferences. Right now, you can die to yourself. Right now, you can give your sister the benefit of the doubt. Right now, you don't have to choose yourself. but You can choose life. And I felt like, That was Our Lady giving me the grace. You know, she promises in in her apparitions at Fatima. She said, in the end, my immaculate heart will triumph. I said, that's the grace that she's offering me right now, that the triumph of love can triumph my heart right now, can overcome my selfishness. And I can die, and I can choose life. And that's the paradox, the paradox of the cross. When I choose to die for his sake, then I will save my life. And that's, that's the triumph. That's the, that's the kingdom of God that is in our midst um, that God promises us. It's not here or there, but the kingdom of God is within you. And I think that's so intimately linked with the triumph of the Immaculate Heart and the, and the triumphant cry of Jesus on the cross. Amen. At this moment, right? Amen. Friends, you've been with us again for this journey through Lent with the Holy Fathers. Dave Orsborn joined again this morning on Good Friday by Sister Anna Chiara from the Franciscan Disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen.